the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey there, it is Faith Talk today. I am Rick Probst, and uh, so glad that you're with us again for another amazing episode. We talked to this guy uh, not too long ago, Todd Nettleton. In fact, a couple of times, the host of Voice of the Martyrs. And we're excited about talking to him right off the bat in 2024. Got a lot of good stuff to talk about, about the folks that are persecuted around the world for their faith and how we can help them. First of all, Todd, how are you? I'm doing well, Rick. Great to be with you. Good to see you. And uh, thanks for thanks for coming back. You know, this is an important topic for obviously for you, right? Because you're a part of Voice of the Martyrs and and, and have been for a long, long time. I think you've done what interviews for over the last 30 plus years. And you've talked to folks that have uh, uh, been persecuted uh, in so many ways. And in fact, I was listening this morning to the uh, most moving moments of 2023 podcast. And I want to just right now say, hey, check that out, guys, because there's a part one and a part two. And uh, it just reminds us that folks are suffering to follow Jesus and gladly, right, Todd? That's what moved me with this podcast as you talk to, let me see, I think it was Sister Jane, Pastor Hannah, uh, Brother, uh, is it Maxud? And yeah, and, and the, uh, what a story. The one where the, the guy, uh, I think he was in, uh, in, in Central Asia and he, and he gave his life to Christ and he was afraid to tell his family because of persecutions. Uh, and that's where it really starts, right? Usually in the family. Come to find out his dad secretly had given his life to Christ a few years earlier. And then uh, what, 10 years later, his mom gave her life to Christ. So look, compelling stories, and they're not just stories. It's real stuff that we need to know about that reminds us that following Jesus, there's a price uh, with that. So speaking of that, now, um, the, over the Christmas holiday, while we were celebrating, Christians in Nigeria had a tough go at it. Let's talk about that and how we can help those folks. Yeah, there were multiple attacks on Christian villages in Plateau State. Plateau State is uh, kind of right in the middle of Nigeria, going north to south. It is on the dividing line between the mostly Muslim north, the mostly Christian and animist south. So it's kind of a fault line where you see a lot of violence. You see a lot of these kind of attacks it is significant that these happened over the Christmas holidays, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, multiple villages, coordinated attacks. This was not just about land rights. You will read that in some of the news coverage. Oh, it it was the cattle herders against the farmers because they're conflicted about how to use the land. No, it happened on Christmas. It was a sign. It was a targeted attack against Christians at a time when they are worshiping the Lord. Right now, the numbers are 140 killed, at least 300 injured. There are still some who are missing because when they attack your home, often you flee into the bush. And some of those people, we don't know if they're still alive. We don't know if they were killed. Um, so this is something that our brothers and sisters in Nigeria are literally recovering from even right now as we have this conversation. 
Todd Nettleton with us, the host of Voice of the Mars. You can go to vomradio.net to uh, hear their stuff. And uh, you can go online, listen to the podcast, some really good stuff. Todd, you've been talking about this for years and years. Folks that, like the Nigerians, uh, celebrating uh, being Christians, uh, a celebration, Christ's birth, uh, in different occasions uh, d- throughout their lives and throughout the season. Uh, d- I know this doesn't surprise you. Is there anything that's re- shocking for you? It's like, gosh, I've never seen that before. I wouldn't say shocking, but it, but it is always changing. Uh, and an example of that is is actually in China right now. We we had Bob Fu, the the president of the China Aid Association, on VOM Radio last month. One of the things he said, he said in 2023, all of the church leaders and Christians that were charged with crimes in China were not charged with illegal religious gatherings, which is a charge we've seen in the past. All of them were charged with financial crimes illegal business practices, fraud, essentially money laundering. And part of that is just the way in China, if, if you don't have permission to have a church, uh, obviously you can't go down and, and start a checking account for your church, right? Because you go to the bank and they say, well, okay, we need to see your paperwork. Well, we don't have any paperwork. The government doesn't approve of us. They won't allow us to exist. Okay, so what happens to the money? And I actually had a conversation in Beijing with a pastor about this very topic. And he said in their church, they divide up the church funds among the deacons and they put it in their personal accounts. Well, if you have money in your personal account that doesn't match your income, pretty soon the government comes and says, well, where did that money come from? What, what's going on here? But the other thing about this, if you or I call the Chinese embassy or our congressman calls the Chinese embassy, they can say, oh, no, 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 that had nothing to do with religion. That had nothing to do with Christianity. That was financial crimes. That was fraud. We're cracking down on fraud in China. So they can deny that they're persecuting Christians by making these financial charges instead of religious charges. And apparently it, it is it is something they've seen that it worked because in 2023, all of the Christian leaders were charged with these financial crimes rather than any charge relating to religion or religious activities. And no doubt, right, when we hear stuff like this uh, in the media, uh, Chinese, uh, U.S., it's kind of a smokescreen, right? So we go, oh, okay, well, that's just terrible. Those guys shouldn't have done that. When the truth is they are surviving the best way they can to continue the church which from uh, it, which is still having revival, isn't it? It is. Uh, the church is still growing in China and really in restricted nations around the world. We see that growth of the church in spite of persecution, in spite of harassment, uh, in spite of trouble, as you mentioned, oftentimes with your own family members. And yet the power of God is moving and the church is still growing. Todd Nettleton, uh, the host of uh, Voice of the Martyrs, you can go to vomradio.net, also uh, persecution.com. You can find out how you can pray for the Christians uh, and uh, and help them, and we definitely want to do that. Again, check out the most moving moments of 2023. It's a podcast I was listening to it this morning. I listened to part two. Uh, I usually read a book from the back to the front, so sorry about that. But I, I listened to part two. And, you know, I mean, hey, 41 years now I've been following Christ and I've heard stuff like this before. But something about these stories this morning that got my attention. And I think for all of us, it, it needs our attention and uh, we need to uh, actively 
do something about it, at least of which is to pray for the these folks. And, you know, I've heard before how that folks in other countries giving their lives or their family members persecuting them or complete strangers of the government or, or whomever, and they counted a joy to get beat up for Jesus. It's the least they can do. And it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And I know you do hear this quite a bit and have over the last 30 years. But for those of us that don't hear it that often, it, it, it can be a, a shocker. My gracious. We've got it so easy, don't we? All right. Let's talk about India. The, um, the national elections are coming up in India, right? And the reelection of Prime Minister, um, Modi, uh, could happen. If that happens, is it a good thing for, uh, Indian Christians uh, or not? Sadly, it's not a good thing. And Prime Minister Modi is now finishing out his second term. This would be an election to his third term. His background is in the Hindu nationalist movement. The, the political party is called the RSS, and they believe that every Indian should be a Hindu. And if you're not a Hindu, you should find a different place to live or you should become a Hindu. The, the, those are your two choices. And that has now filtered down from the national government into local villages and local areas where Christians are being arrested for sharing the gospel. Because if you're telling a Hindu not to be a Hindu anymore, they obviously don't want that to happen. And so we have pastors being arrested, pastors being beaten, being put in prison. But the this is the national policy. And one of the things we're watching this election coming up in April and May is the Indian population going to say, wait a minute, we don't want a government that is so tipping the scales towards Hinduism. We want a government that respects all the different religions. That's what India's constitution promises. But the government of Prime Minister Modi has never lived up to that. That has never been their philosophy. Uh, and so it'll be interesting to see if India's people say, yeah, that we like that direction. We want to go further that way. Or if they take a step back from that and say, wait a minute, we want a government that protects all Indians, even if they're not Hindus. Um, persecution has risen dramatically in the 10 years he's been in charge. Five more years means more persecution for our brothers and sisters. You know, it's amazing. Years ago, I went to uh, Lucknow and New Delhi and Lucknow uh, in India. A, a friend of mine, Tony Augustus, at that time, had 70 churches uh, under his leadership and he would only allow them to grow to a hundred and then he would plant another one. Well, he, uh, uh, I mean, they were everywhere, but he showed me a school when I was there, when it was a school vibrant with children and families. And it was children and families who had uh, t uh, uh, accepted Christ, uh, but were rejected by their families. And he created, and I'm sure this wasn't a, a new model, but they created their own restaurant, their own schools, so that there could be employment uh, and so that pe these people could be taken care of. And I was so moved by that. But yes, persecution is real and it's happening uh, everywhere. But we want to pray there. So go to vomradio.net, persecution.com. We're coming up on the end of the show, Todd. It's good to talk to you. We'd love to have you back again real quick. The rest of 2024. What you know, you I, I hope that our listeners right now will pray for persecuted Christians. So, you know, we talk about the fact that, yeah, that's an easy thing to do, but it's the most important thing for us to do. And it's the first thing they ask us to do. Voice of the Martyrs has lots of resources to help you pray. We have an app for your phone. We have a prayer calendar. We have a prayer guide. We want to help you and equip you to pray for persecuted Christians in 2024. 
And Voice of the Martyrs has been around a long, long time, so they can be trusted, and we appreciate their their sacrifices, their love, their passion. And Todd, that includes you. Thank you so much for all you do. Look forward to talking to you again. VOMradio.net, persecution.com. Ezra Ortiz, my amazing producer, and uh, he is an amazing daddy from what I understand and husband. Thank you so much for setting this up with Todd. Hey, everybody, have a great week. We'll see you next week on Faith Talk Today. I'm Rick Probst. See you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.